three, three, two, two, one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. This is episode 28 with Jim Saunders. Currently, I am involved in a uh, company that deals with the CBD industry. Okay. I turned on to it when I um, was called by a colleague of mine mm-hmm. and start sharing a little bit of my story. Roughly about um, 1979, so I've got a little age on me. Mm-hmm. Roughly about 1979, I joined the Army okay. as, a, as a military policeman. Dog handler, the whole nine yards. And I stayed in for roughly till the age of 38. Mm. Then I decided to leave the military at the behest of a former spouse, hence former spouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, left the, I left the military and I just, I missed it. I missed the camaraderie. I missed my circle. I missed the impact I was having on other people because I was a instructor in part by trade. Okay. I liked teaching things. I liked uh, impacting people. And I missed that. Right. So I made a decision at the age of 46 to see if I could get back in the Army. And all my friends told me, James, they're not going to let your old butt... <laughs> Back in the army at 46. Right. I said, you know, I agree with them. I said, you know, maybe they won't. So I got back in at 47. So I returned. (laughs) 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 So I returned to the army at 47, where I stayed. I became a drill sergeant again. Mm -hmm. This time I was training the Navy, enlisted in officers. And then I retired at the age of 51. Uh, Against all odds, I was able to come back in, recapture what I had lost. And retire. So then I retired. Subsequent to that, about 10 months later, more or less, mm-hmm. more or less, I um, was getting into my girlfriend's bed one night and I walked around the bed after turning up the light and I fell head first into the baseboard of a wall, striking my head. I'm like, that's peculiar. That wasn't mm-hmm. a good thing. I hadn't tripped over anything. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been drinking. I just fell. Right. And so fast forward, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis. I said, you know what, that, that sort of spoiled my day a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I started sitting around not doing very much, sort of feeling sorry for myself, putting on a little bit of a gut. I'm like, you know what, this is not me. I need to do something. Because mm-hmm. at the time, at the time, I was I had been I was divorced, okay? And I had two two children. I actually have four, but my, my youngest kids, they were 12 and 14 collectively. Right? And they were both overweight. And I was looking at them at a family reunion one day. And I was like, my God, I did that. I caused that. I bought the chicken McNuggets. I gave them the French fries. They don't have jobs, so they had to give I, they had to eat what I gave them. And I made a decision right there that I was going to do something with my body. I was going to make an effort to build lean muscle. I was going to lose my stomach and I was going to be a force to be reckoned with at all costs. So my son, my youngest son, who's now a beast, (laughs) he wanted to um, put on muscle. I said, well, son, I can teach you how to do that. I know I've been lifting weights since the age of 33. I can do it. He said, okay, dad, you need to do it because I'm being bullied in school to the point where there were actually guns involved. I'm like, oh, my God. And he lived, both my kids lived in a different state. They lived in Alabama. I'm here in South Carolina 
the time. And uh, I said, well, you know what? I'm going to do what I can do to build up his mind, build up their mind, build up their work ethic, build up their mindset. Anything that I could do, I was going to I was going to have to look outside of the box because none of my peers I could go to and ask them what I should do. All right. So I, did, I came upon an idea while I was teaching my son how to work out and stuff. You know what? Let me get this. I've been reading this book called, and this was long before I started reading books by Eric Thomas, okay? Um, it was called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Mm-hmm. And the book moved me. I said, this book is something else. This book, let me go ahead and get a, two, a couple of copies of this book and give it to my children. But I'm going to do more than that. We're going to read this book together. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to, and they were looking at me like, Dad, look. It's, it's the summertime. We're spending time with you. We're out of school now. I said, yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. It's going to end the day. <laughs> <laughs> so they began to read the book, and I gave them both pads of paper. I said, look, each chapter of the book that you read, what I want you to do was, and was to read each chapter and figure out what you read. Tell me what you get out of the chapter. But more importantly, tell me how you're going to use each chapter to affect your life. And it worked. When they did that, it transformed their mindsets, began to get involved with personal development on a major basis. Um, they both flourished. How so? Well, my daughter's GPA jumped to an astounding 4.33 in high school. She made a decision long before that that she wanted to be a doctor. She mm-hmm. settled on obstetrics. She's 20 years old now. Mm-hmm. Currently, she's traveled abroad to Spain to study. So she's still on point to be a doctor. My son, who was inarticulate at one time, writes extraordinarily well now, very articulate. I have a YouTube channel where I featured him. We had a discussion about prayer, and I let him, hey, handle it, talk. Mm -hmm. He did. He even closed with a word of prayer at the end, which was astounding to me. And um, so much so that when I would go work out with him in the morning, I would go, when he would stay with me, I would knock on his door. Mm -hmm. What is he doing in there? So one day I opened the door slightly and he was on his knees praying and he'd been there for 35 minutes. I said, son, do you, do you always pray that long? I said, yes, yeah, normally about 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Okay. All right. I got you, son. I got you. But him doing that had a settling of, uh, impact on his mind. Unbeknownst to me, his grandfather, who was a pastor, had affected him in that way. Mm. And so he went on to learn how to play the guitar in 10 years, plays extraordinarily well blues guitar. I mean, the, the whole bass guitar, the whole thing. He yeah. plays very well. So he yes. plays for two churches. He plays for two churches. Mm-hmm. Made money playing for two churches. I was like, go, go ahead, son, go ahead. <laughs> He's played for a blues festival as a backup guitarist. Um, he can draw, um, and like I said, like I said, he can, he writes very well. So his his area of study in school was to uh, finish out with exercise science, which he is due to finish in December. He gets his bachelor's degree. Okay, wonderful. Um, so that the effort, and he's built his body. He's put on probably the better part of at least eighty pounds of lean muscle. If you saw him. <laughs> You say, how could this kid have been that fat, lose the weight, and become like a behemoth now? He actually reminds me of the Hulk when I look at that. You know, his body is impressive. Um, my daughter's mindset is impressive. I, she called me the other day. She said, hey, Dad. I said, what's up, little girl? I still call my little girl. What's up, little girl? I'm just calling to check on you. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I feel, I feel something. Is that an ambulance coming up? I think I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> 
but she, she laughed, you know, we had a good time and everything. She talked about her trip to Spain. She talked about what she's doing in school. Note that this young lady from the age of about kindergarten was already reading on a first grade level. That blossomed to reading at three grade levels each step of the way because of what I did with my son. My son was being told that he couldn't read. He was, because he didn't talk much. So I get called into, I get called into the school. Mr. Saunders, we don't think that Nicholas can read. Um, we, we were planning on putting him in a special class, and now I had been working with him to read. Not only to read, but to read rapidly. So in my characteristic New York, New York way, <laughs> I grabbed one of his books that's in front of him. I didn't know what, it, what was in the book. Yeah. Open the book like this, I put the book in front of him, random page, and my remark was hit to him was, boy, read that. <laughs> <laughs> and he read it flawlessly. Not only did he read it flawlessly, he didn't make one single mistake. He read it rapidly, flawlessly, coherently. They were, the teachers were sitting there like, they said, well, from now on, Jay, um, Nicholas, we're not going to let you get away with not raising your hand in class. Your father has just proven to us that you can, in fact, read, that you don't need to be put into a special class. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that you read head and shoulders above other students in the class. That's crazy. So when he came home that day, I said, son, you've been pulling the wool over these teachers' eyes for a minute but you didn't pull the wool over mine. So this is what I want you to do. This is your mission, and you will decide to accept it. Um, every day, when your sister comes home, you're in a higher grade than she is. So it's logical to me that you should be able to look at her homework and make necessary corrections. Now, son, don't get it twisted. I'm still going to look at her homework, okay, because I'm the father. I'm going to check her homework. But your first purpose when you get to the house is to check her homework. And not only that, he said, there's more, Dad? And yes, there's more. Um, <laughs> You're going to get the newspaper or whatever whatever book you choose to, to select, and you're going to read to your sister every single night. And it had a, had a derivative effect. It increased his comprehension, and it made her be able to read books like Catching Fire, books were this thick. She would be fin- she'd finish those books in, 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 in three days. Mm. Her comprehension increased. Her ability to read and process information increased. So that was what I did with my kids, okay? Fast forward to myself. I continued to work out with weights. I continued to eat properly. I continued to explore things like CBD oil. I uh, went to my neurologist and I said, look, you want to put me on a substance that has a one to 10,000 chance of killing me. I got to tell you, doc, I don't really feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't really, I don't know about you, but I, you know, I don't really feel good about that. So I'm not going to be taking that. Don't have to worry about checking back with me in three days. Like you would tell me yeah. back with me in three days. I can tell you right now, Doc, I'm not taking that. So that I was on a substance called beta seron, which is an injection that you take subcutaneously in your skin, in the fatty mm-hmm. area of your skin. I don't take that anymore. I take nothing. Um, I just take CBD oil, some nutritional sprays, workout. Yeah. Rest is history. And um, I prefer it that way. Gotcha. So that's what I do. And that's how I was able to get on. Long before I got the CBD oil, like I had gotten on stage. And I made a decision. I said, you know what? This company that I'm in, that they deal with shakes and weight loss and stuff, they're doing this thing about active fitness or weight loss champion or whatever. I said, you know what I'm going to do? Yes, I know I have multiple sclerosis. Yes, I know it's an oxymoron to believe that I can even win with multiple sclerosis active fitness. But I'm going to go for active fitness. And my friends are saying, no, wait, you're going to go for active fitness and you've got multiple sclerosis, an incurable immune condition that robs your balance, messes up your cognition, and you're going to go for, you're going to, 
why don't you go for weight loss? I mean, I can lose weight. I, that's easy. I can do that. I can lose weight and put build muscle at will. That's not a challenge for me. I'm going to go for active fitness. All right. All right. Go after active fitness. And I won. Out of a field of every, the, 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 the West Coast, the Midwest, the East Coast, I won. Nice. Out of a field where I was voted in by over 250,000 people, I won. Um, with other competitors on the stage with me that were younger than me, to include a millionaire mentor of mine that was on stage with me, I won. Mm -hmm. And so that taught me a lesson about the mind. Now, you fast forward again, I'm still listening to the likes of Eric Thomas. I'm listening to, you know, um, Tony Robbins. I'm listening to Jim Rohn. I'm listening to this and that. But there was, it was Eric Thomas that moved me in regards to me getting up earlier in the morning than I had been. Moved me in, in regards to his passionate delivery of content. I said, you know what? I got to, I got to meet this guy. I got to meet this guy. Mm. Is he coming to, well, he, oh, he's coming to Charlotte. Charlotte's only an hour from me. Okay. And they got two tickets. They got the, the general admission and they got VIP. You know I gotta get VIP. Come on, man. <laughs> so I get VIP and I sit there and I ask him a couple of questions and um, it moved me. His and then Carl. I met Carl. I met um, what's the other the, the, the CJ CJ. I met them all. I even met Josh. I was like, okay, this is cool. And he had, he had a, I think he had written a book that one of several that he authored. Mm -hmm. uh, this one was um, Average Skill, Phenomenal Will. So yeah, he signed yeah. it for me, you know, and I read that. And uh, my son read it as well. He got a wait, lot of wait, wait, let me stop you for a second. What what year was this that you met him? Oh my was this 2016? I think it was 2016. It had to be. It had to, in Charlotte? In Charlotte. Wow. I was there that same time. Wow. Small world, right? <laughs> right. There was, there was a cat there. There was a guy there by the name of Alexander II. He was like a bodybuilder kind of guy. Very, okay. very, very, very smart. This guy was like smart on steroids. Yeah. He already... He'd already gotten his bachelor's degree. He'd mm -hmm. gotten his master's degree. He's studying to get his, to become a lawyer. I'm like, hey, dude, I can even know who you are. Right. So I befriended him. And uh, he since, I think, has gone on to California, I believe that's where he is now. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was an, it was an extraordinary, uh, extraordinary event. It was an extraordinary live event for me to have gone. And I, I have pledged that whenever possible, not just him, but other people that interest me, that I'm going to go to the live events. I'm mm -hmm. moving from South Carolina at the end of the year. I've already got deposited plans to go to Las Vegas, which goes on in Vegas, stays in Vegas. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm going to go to Las Vegas because my company, My Daily Choice, is in Las Vegas. I have friends and business interests in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I plan on taking this to the next level. Currently, because of my military background and things that happened with me, I'm already receiving three streams of income. So th this business that I'm involved in was my is my fourth stream of income. My plan is to take that fourth stream of income and have it eclipse what I make in the other three streams. Nice. And I'm still going to get I'm still going to get that those three streams anyway. Those are those are documented, permanent. They're, they're coming. All right. So that's what I'm about. And now all of that time has passed by. I have become 61 years old. Wow. Um, I'll be 62 in March. Okay. I, I am now single. I have a Great Dane monster dog. Mm -hmm. It's a puppy. Big as hell, as I have to say. <laughs> and, uh, I'm in a house by myself. So now I'm studying my life seemingly all over again because mm -hmm. of what I've been through. I've been married a consecutive three times. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's time for me. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. I'm cool with that. She's cool with that. Yeah. And um, we're, we're starting all over again. That basically summarizes 
my story. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you put that, that's like, I couldn't have said it better myself. And it's like, I, I, I know within just like a few minutes, I got a chance to know who you are because I think you'd either send me a friend request or I sent you a friend request because like through Breathe University, there's so many people in there just looking to learn and grow. And um, I guess a lot of times I know why I may reach out to somebody if I see them at a live event or something, or mm -hmm. if they say something on a call, I may just want to reach out to be like, oh, I, I want to I get to know this person a little bit better. But However, we were able to connect. I'm just glad that within like a matter of minutes, like we had this conversation and who would have thunk that, or who would have thought that we were in the same room? Like we may have like walked past each other and never knew it, but like literally in the same room, because when you mentioned the average skill phenomenal wheel book, I was like, I got that same book. And like, I, I did the general admission ticket with a friend of mine and just did it to where um, like you could get the book and actually shake his hand because the, I like a month or two before I went to see him for the first time in Atlanta. And I was so impressed from watching him through YouTube videos for like three or four years before like starting in 2013. And I was like, okay, like any person that I met, I was like, oh, you got to check this guy out. Oh, you got to check this out. And like some, a lot of people were like, okay, like enough. I don't want what you're selling. And I'm like, I'm not selling anything, <laughs> but just like for somebody to have that kind of impact in your life and where it not only touches other people, but also when it comes back around to it, it brings people together to where like just seeing what your life has been like, you kind of remind me of, of uh, you probably get this a lot. You, you sort of remind me of, uh, is it David Goggins? Yes. Yeah, you get that wow. comparison much? I haven't gotten that comparison, but that's an awesome uh, that's an awesome comparison. I'm very familiar with David. I have his book that's on um, audio format. When you mm -hmm. listen to it, it makes you want to go ahead and eat it free. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say, say that again. You said it, it makes you want makes you want to eat a tree. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he's phenomenal. I do yeah. listen to him. As a matter of fact, I still have to finish that book. I'm probably about three quarters of the way through it. Got you. Um, because I listen to stuff very intently now. I, I let it marinate in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, just hearing him speak has touched me. I know he's been interviewed by by uh, Joe Rogan. I know that uh, he has various YouTube things that pop up, and I watch them all, of course. Mm -hmm. He's a runner. And I had actually lost, when I first was, was stricken with multiple sclerosis, I, in an instant, I had lost the ability to jog. Mm -hmm. But then when I recaptured that ability, yes, I did recapture it, believe yeah. it or not. I recaptured it in 2012. So two years later, where I once couldn't jog at all, falling off treadmills and mm -hmm. stuff, I was able to jog again. So the fact that he's a runner also resonated with me. But yeah. he's not just a runner. He's like he's like a runner on steroids. I mean, he, the type of running he does, I can only, I can even, ooh. It's like ultra marathons or like just... Ultra, ultra, yeah. sub-ultra, you know, yeah. marathon. But I didn't know that was a thing until I, I heard of him. It's like running 100 miles, running 200 miles. And something recently, it's like he went to run 200 plus miles somehow got lost on the trail and then got back on it and he's like okay well hey you guys thought you had me but i'm i'm back plus he got sick he got very sick during the uh during the run so he was out of commission for like a day or so mm. and, and so he was actually i guess he was kind of disqualified from the event yeah. but his determination was well i entered this event i'm going to finish this event mm. that's a testimony to the man okay right most people that would have been disqualified at that point say you know what i tried it work all right i'm gonna come back next time he said no yeah entered this 
to run this, and mm-hmm. I'm going to run this. Yes, right. I've been sick, but I'm, I feel better now. I'm going to run the race. That was a testimony to his ability, because I remember running uh, a long distance in Korea, because I was stationed in Korea when I was in the military for three years. Okay. And I was a runner. I used to love to run. One day, me and a couple of friends of mine, we got on a bus, and the bus was going. It's going, going. And the plan was that we were going to get off the bus and run back to the compound. Mm. So we're on this bus, you know, and we're talking, and the bus is going. The bus is going. I'm looking around. <laughs> okay, we've been on the bus for a while now. When are we going to get the bus? And the bus is going. The bus is going. I said, you know, we need to get off this bus because, you know, we got to run back. And the bus is going. <laughs> bus is going. I'm like... Hey guys, are we gonna get in this bus anytime? Oh yeah, we need to get off the bus. We get off the bus, and, I, and being a drill sergeant, I could call cadence, which lasted about probably five miles on the run back. Yeah. After that, it was not about calling cadence; it was about breathing. <laughs> 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 it was like a pattern to our breathing that we were doing. You knew that. I'm just like, it was just all the way back. Yeah. When we rang back, it was like it was like daylight. When we got back. It was nighttime. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know how far we ran. I couldn't tell you. My estimation is that it was probably about 26 miles. That's my estimation. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't 26 miles, it felt like 26 miles. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. That's all that matters. It's like, that's that's the one time when you say, this is what it felt like versus the weather. It's like, it's, it's. 95 but it feels like 115 it was it was an enormous amount of running that's all i remember it's probably the longest distance i've ever run in my life now i was at that time i would have been in my late 20s no but maybe no not my late 20s my mid 20s so i could do it you know it was okay uh i think the fastest two miles i've ever done was um 12 minutes and 40 seconds that's it you know i'm not i wasn't no four minute mile runner you know what i'm saying 12 minutes and 12 minutes and 40 seconds was all you go you were going to get out of me and if you split that in half that would basically be six minutes and 20 second mile okay that was it you're not going to get no more out of me because that damn near killed me when I did that but uh, I remember that and so the comparison to David Goggins it gratifies me because no one's ever made that comparison to that gentleman before so I I appreciate that and that fact makes me want to read the book It's just like something in your voice as soon as you said it and like the more you kept talking and then you mentioned your age, I'm like, you're kind of what I see him becoming. Like as you as he becomes refined, as he continues to grow, I'm like, well, that that's it. You're not letting like just life happen to you. And you're just like, okay, I'm just going to sit back. It's like, no, like I see what I want for myself and I'm going to like pursue that even if my friends don't see it. And then when you mention you see where your kids are at, you're kind of like, Ugh, like I did that. But then you realize that even though you created the circumstances for them to, to literally blow up weight size, you did the reverse to where you're like, okay, I'm going to get the information to change the situation. And I'm not just going to hand you the book and say, hey, go do this. But I'm going to do that for one. But then I'm going to come alongside you and actually say, okay, let's read together. And then after that, son struggling okay like i'm going to show you like i'm going to work with you and read this and then when it's us with the teacher it's like okay you here go ahead and you just show them what you've been working on and then you could have stopped there but you say okay now that i see 
like I know what you're capable of, you know what you're capable of, your teachers know what you're capable of. Why don't you do something similar for your little sister and show her the guidelines? But I'm still going to play the role of dad and I'm going to still be check checking like the uh keeping the checks and balances. And that's that's why I kind of made that comparison because although we may see it on the outside like when I I just listened to the first chapter of his book so I'm not too far into it. But at least um, knowing that people at the core, like you really see their character and like what they're about by the actions that they take. And that's really a big reason why I'm glad I was just able to like talk to you or I am able to talk to you during this time because it seems like it's uh, serendipitous that before I talked to you, I'd reached out to one of the other guys that I'm on a uh, one of the calls that they have throughout the week. and. Mm-hmm come to find out that he's in the Navy and he's like, he was messaging me before and he was like, well, I'm on the night shift. So my schedule is a little bit off for the next month. And I was like, okay, well, my schedule is pretty flexible right now. Like here's the times that I'm up. And then he messaged me back. He's like, you want to do it now? And I was like, sure, give, give me 30 minutes. Let me wrap up what I'm doing. Then we jump on and we talked about a couple of things and they kind of tie right into what you and I are talking about now. And I was just like, hey, like some things you can't plan for and just telling myself that, okay, in August, I go to the verified conference and I write down, I want to create a business. I don't know what it looks like. Maybe I'll podcast, maybe I'll do real estate, but like, I've got to do something by the end of October, 2019 and like start, stop, start, stop, but finally hit that stride where I'd say, okay, like, let me refine my morning routine and then put something out October 1st. And then this podcast is maybe like episode number 30. At some point next year, when somebody's looking at it, they'd be like, oh, okay, like your voice isn't completely monotone, like it the first one started, but you've been putting in some work, you've been practicing. And then all the while, I'm filming this in the background, or I'm filming that. And like, people are actually helping me. It's like, oh, okay, like, I, I saw you put something up, like, I can help you, like, as a business coach, that's what I do. Like, I can help you monetize, like, the next six months, we're going to sit down and put a plan together. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's exactly what I needed. And I, I'm just glad I kept moving. Like, if I was yeah. hitchhiking, I just kind of put my thumb out, just be like, I need a ride, but I'm, I'm moving. And I before I was just kind of sitting, I was like, I don't know how to get started. I don't know what to do. And it's just like all these excuses. But then finally, like listening to the social media calls, listening to um, like different people in our spaces that say, okay, you got the social media call, you got the mastermind call, like whatever it is, we got it. But unless I do something with the information, none of that's really going to matter. And just, I just got to say thank you. And I'm, I'm grateful just for like, allowing me to have this conversation with you. Well, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Um, You know, it's taken me a while to figure out the best way to earn money in the marketplace from other people or through other people. I didn't always have it like that. But I mean, I began to figure out that money the based upon the value that you bring to the marketplace is directly linked to the amount of money that you make. The ones that work in, say, McDonald's, they provide a service. They give you your hamburger if you eat there. I don't eat there, but if you eat there, mm-hmm. you eat there. Um, they provide a service, but they're paid based upon the service or the value they, they provide. And the value they provide can be learned by anyone because you have stuff on the cash register, like a picture of a hamburger. It doesn't take you, doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, I need to click that right there. 
So you pay commensurate with what that value that you bring to the marketplace. So I began to look at, okay, if I want to make more money, that's what I want to do. What value can I bring to the marketplace? And uh, it was through nutritional supplements and shakes. And I've trained over 850 people to lose weight on that kind of thing. That was, that's, that's all well and good. I brought a value there. Um, but now I started paying attention to trends, much like Warren Buffett paid attention to trends. I'm out in no way, shape, or form comparing myself to Warren Buffett, but, I'm, but I know that he reads four to six hours a day. Now, if a guy reads four to six hours a day, he's going to be that much above the power curve. Not to say that I'm going to read four to six hours a day, because I'm not. I mean, I do read. I do listen to, I do watch YouTube videos. I do listen to podcasts. I do all of that stuff. But then I started looking and I said, okay, is there something, what's the current trend? Because I missed Apple when they got started. I missed Google when they got started. I missed Yahoo when they got started. I missed, that was a trend that people that got involved with those trends, they made, ultimately made a lot of money. So then I had a guy call me at one night, um, New uh, Christmas Eve night. You know, he had to be hungry to call somebody on Christmas Eve night. He called me and said, hey man, I know you got multiple sclerosis. I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to give you something that's going to cure you. Please don't. Okay. I'm not really interested in the business. I'm not, I'm just trying to get better. Just trying to be better. Just trying to do what I do. Yeah. But have you ever heard of CBD? Not you too. Yeah. I've heard about it, man. But what, what, what is it that you want to, what, 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 what? Hey man, I'm not, no pressure, man. That's okay. Thank you. I said, um, I tell you what, I tell you what, I will buy a, bo- a couple of bottles of CBD oil for me because I understand it could possibly help me. The inflammation in my joints, the inflammation in my body, it'll address that. It'll make me sleep better. It'll make me have better focus. I'll be calmer, whatever you can. I'll trust me. I'm a man of my word. If I tell you I'm going to buy a couple of bottles of it from you, I'll do that. But tell you what, give me 72 hours. If you don't harass me over the next 72 hours, I promise you, I will buy, I'll get back with you in 72 hours and I'll buy one, two or three bottles from you. That's fair enough. He said, that's fair, man. No pressure. Thank you. He hung up from messenger. And I said to myself, because sometimes you got to talk to yourself. I said, self, <laughs> I need to go on YouTube and do a little message. Now I have a little time. It's Christmas Eve. I'm by myself. I have nothing else to do. Let me go on YouTube and just take a look at this company you mentioned to me. My Daily Choice, Hempworks. And let me see if I can find something negative about it. If I find one thing negative about it, curtains. So I go on YouTube and I see these testimonials. And I look over here to this positive system. This person's talking about autism, okay? This person's talking about diabetes. This person's talking about multiple sclerosis. This person's talking about PTSD. I said, that resonated with me because I was a military guy. It's okay. Plus, I got MS. I said, okay. Plus, my, my sister's got, my sister passed away early last year from, from diabetes complications, from not taking the right medication. I got a niece that has diabetes. My former spouse, one, one of my former spouses had diabetes. So I'm very intimately aware of what diabetes is and what it does. Not that I was going to try to give them that, give them CBD, but it's just the mere fact that I had knowledge of those ailments. I said, you know what? It does that too? It does that too? Wait, 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 wait what? I said, you know what? And then they, then they said that HempWorks had grown from a $10 million company in revenue in one year to $100 million. I almost broke my neck when I saw that. I was like, what? From customers. Right. Not from people buying expensive packages. That's what got me. It was like 300,000 customers in. I said, okay. And then it was, and then it was Forbes magazine and Rolling Stone magazine that said, it's going to grow from the $600 million industry it is right now. This was early this, early this year. It's going to grow in three to four years to 
for t- minimum $22 billion industry. When I read that, I read that, I said, okay, let me go ahead and go to his website and take a look at that stuff that he was telling me about. I went to his website. We, we, we had been on the phone for about, um, we started on the phone about 9.30. We hung up at 10.30. By 1 o'clock, I had joined his team. <laughs> I called him the next morning. <laughs> I called him the next morning. I said, hey, man. He said, you ready? You ready to go ahead and order your bottles? No, how many, what you want? Man, bottles, models, man. I mean, I got bottles coming, but I'm a part of your team, dude. His mouth. He looked like a cartoon character. His mouth dropped all the way out to the floor. Yeah. And I've been blowing and going ever since. And in doing that, um, one of the reasons why I'm moving to Las Vegas is that I've been able to, through the value that I provided, I've been able to amass a team. And that team spreads through New York. Mm-hmm. Where it's uh, to North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, mm-hmm. California, Iowa, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Oregon. And I'm like, okay. And they paid me. I remember getting my first check from the company. I was like, okay, you can't be but so much, you know. But I looked at the check and I was like, then they paid me what they call a global bonus pool. You get like a percentage of the company's revenue. Typically, in other companies I've been a part of, you got you got to be like a grand poobah. <laughs> to get that, and I, I'm getting it the first 30 days, and I hadn't, I didn't have grand poop by rank. I said, you know what? I think I can do this. I think I can make some money with this. And I mean, they, they pay every week based on what you do. Mm-hmm. They pay once a month. That resonated with me. And I said, I can add that to my current income that's coming. Yeah, I can, I can do that. So initially, I was only going to do it at, at part time. It's a little something, something. Mm-hmm. Then it's grown so readily. It's given me the vision of moving to Las Vegas. It's given me the vision. As a matter of fact, the guy I'm supposed to call at 11 o'clock, no, the young lady I'm supposed to call at 11 o'clock is my girlfriend, who has a person that wants to come into business. That's how things have moved since me becoming a part of it. I got a guy that's supposed to call me this morning, later this morning, from Las Vegas, who is an Uber driver who wants to join me. I got a young man I'm calling tonight, I'm supposed to get back with tonight. And that all happened, my opinion, that all happened because of my intention, you know, my intention to help people. Because none of these people, even the, even my girlfriend who came on board, she came on board with a $12 sample. She bought a $12 sample off of me and because um, her hip was hurting. Mm-hmm. You know, she's my age, so her hip was bothering her. And she got the sample, it helped her hip, and she was getting ready to run out. She said, James, and this before she was my girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. James? Um, I need to get a larger bottle. Where do I get it from? I get it, I get it from you? I said, yes, you do. You know, matter of fact, I need to go ahead and just land the plane and be an affiliate of you because I'm going to be taking a lot of this stuff and I got a lot of people in my life that I can impact with it. I got people that are elderly that are, I can impact. I got people that are younger. I said, I get the point. And she became one of my executives on my team. Um, she went to a first, what they call a road show in the event. They were doing several road shows a year and one of them happened to be in Charlotte and I met her for the first time even though she was from my high school when I graduated high school in 1976 she was from my high school I met her there and I began to have conversations with the woman to a phenomenal roadshow was basically highlighting what the company was about from from the platform sharing from the stage this product that product this this life-changing financial event that life-changing financial event, mm-hmm. that life-changing financial event, I was like, okay, these are just regular people. They're just regular people. They don't have any, some of them don't have any skill set, excuse me, any skill set in this, in this, um, in this, in this area at all, in this industry at all. I said, right. they can do it. Damn, what, what am I going to do with that? I probably can kill it. So I kept having a conversation with the young lady. Mm-hmm. And one day I said to myself, I said, but you know what? 
I've been really focusing on dating, marrying, except my first wife. She was older. I later found out she was older than me. I didn't know. She was born in Korea. They had problems with they had problems with their with their records and stuff. So she was actually older than me. Gotcha. But everybody else I married. Uh, they were younger than me, everybody. Mm-hmm. Some of them 13 years. I mean, I say some of them, one of them 13 years, <laughs> one of them one of them 25 years younger than me, which they didn't last because mm-hmm. we were on two different planets. Right. Okay. This is the first time that I've ever been involved with someone that is my age. And where I'm at today, because of my mindset, because of the way I think, because of what I read, I look at, we resonate like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it's, 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 it's incredible. The conversations that we have, the, the way we look at doing this business together, because she's one of my affiliates, yeah. and now she happens to be my lady. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how it came together like that. So that's a little bit more about me in regards to what has happened to me mm-hmm. um, with my mindset, what I've been doing with it. And um, so if you were, you mentioned, you mentioned that you're looking to start a business, you started a business in regards to your your, your, your podcast and such. But if you'd like to take a free, t- I, mean, I, I believe in free too. If you'd like to take a free tour, I have a free tour of my platform that I can offer you. All I need need is your email address. You'll have your free tour. What's your email address? It's uh, A-T-C-H-O-U-A. A-T-C-H-O-U-A. O-U-A. A, like Apple. Okay. Maybe I should give you the other one. It might be simpler. Okay, too easy. What you got? It's speak at... It's my time podcast.com. Speak. Speak like we're speaking oh, right I'm now. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Speak at it's my time podcast.com. At my podcast. No, sir. It speak at it's like oh. it is, but without the uh, apostrophe. Okay. My, my time. My time. Podcast. That's long. <laughs> well, the reason it's it's long is because that's what the name of the podcast is. It's it's my time podcast. That's that's what the title is. And okay. um, when I'm just been figuring this out, I was just like, okay, like why not make it that? Like just trying to play with the ideas in my head and figuring it out along the way. But okay, so that, speak. Speak at my it's my time podcast.com. Yes, sir. Okay. At least that way it'll make it easier for me because if I give you the other email address, that's like where all my personal stuff goes in and I don't want it to get lost in there. Okay. Speak, I speak, yes, I'm going to make sure I got it because I because yep, uh, yep. make, make one little error. You can't be, be jacked up. Speak at my it's, it's my time podcast.com. Yes. No, so it should just be speak at it's my time podcast.com okay not mine okay yeah like right so i went over it again speak right. at it's my time podcast.com yes sir you got it yep that's what i'll that's what i'll use i have your first and last name that i'll be using to um to enter i'm going to actually enter you into the platform versus gotcha. sending you a link for you okay. to enter yourself into the platform. That's how I, that's why I'm so successful because people mm-hmm. don't tend to do what I ask them to do. <laughs> <laughs> they do what they want to do. You don't uh, say. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it goes. Gotcha. Children, adults, everybody's yeah. the same. They're just but grown children. What I'll do is I'll, I'm going to send you in Messenger, which okay. is a platform that we're very familiar with. Right. I'm going to send you a couple of videos in Messenger okay. that you'll find interesting okay. and um, informative. One gotcha. of which I'm going to send you is, is my current my current website that somebody mm-hmm. built for me. Okay. Well, they, they did a phenomenal job. 
And um, you'll have everything that you need in that website mm-hmm. to perhaps make a decision after you re- after you viewed the information mm-hmm. to join my team. Gotcha. Because I because I like you. Thank I you. like your I like your mindset. And I told my son and my I told my girlfriend. I said, look, I have an opportunity to pick who I wish to impact and who I wish to impact me. And in so doing, I can make money with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unlike other things, when you go to a job, you don't have that option to pick somebody mm-hmm. who you're going to work with. And you, Lord knows you wish you could. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it, I think it's coming to that because somebody, I was talking with a group of guys this morning and they were saying that the way technology is kind of being set up with the way, like, I guess society and the culture is kind of shifting. It's making it to where you're not only getting the services that you want through like an Uber and Airbnb, like these personalized services. But now it's almost like as you get a chance to really see the people out there in the world, like you're almost cherry picking the people that you can get along with. And you're like, okay, like using the disc assessment or something like that. Oh, like this is your strength. This is my strength. Let's let's put those together and really build something strong. And it's like the people that we've had to deal with in the past that may have an attitude or, or some other issue that you wouldn't normally care to deal with. It's looking like sooner or later, those people are going to be left out of the marketplace. And unless they change their attitude, they're just going to be like the runner up. Mm, no doubt. You're right. Because everything's moving. Everything's changing. I remember when I was a kid, Things are far different than they are now. My God, mm-hmm. I, used to, I told my son, I said, "You guys don't know. What do we know? Well, what, what, what do we know, Dad?" I said, "Let me tell you something. When I had, to, if I wanted to call you back in the day, yeah, you had to be awful important for me to dig coins out of my pocket to call you. I didn't just dig coins out of my pocket to call anybody. Right. You had to be doggone important. Now you guys just open a phone and you just do whatever you want to do. I remember the first time I heard, I saw a guy in a supermarket. This is when cell phones first came out mm-hmm. when they shrank." down from the boxes people used to have to carry yeah i first saw a guy in minutes cost a million dollars i see a guy with his with his emergency minutes talking to his wife on the phone about the price of peas in the supermarket and i'm looking at him like dude you're gonna waste your minutes you're gonna call your wife i didn't say anything to him but i was thinking mm-hmm. to myself you gonna call your wife to ask her whether buying these peas is a good buy or not have we come down to that now <laughs> and, and now here we are today, fast forward years later, we're always on the phone. Right. Can tap and doing, and we do things now on the phone that we could only have imagined. Right. You know, only have imagined. I never would have thought that I would be able to, on my iPad, yeah. on my phone, in any kind of context, be able to see your image on mm-hmm. the screen, see my image on the screen, and talk to you right. without, without having to pay for it. Right. <laughs> I never would have imagined that. Now, I, I, I've imagined that perhaps in the future we would be have a venue where we'd be able to be on whatever, mm-hmm. and we're paying money to use it. But yeah. the, the free zoom, the free zoom, of course, you have a look at this. Was it forty five minutes or so? Yeah, yeah. That's you know, that's what I started with at first, and then I was like, I better upgrade because it's like. I want the calls to go longer to where um, people are able to like express themselves without me being like, oh, oh there's a time limit. And like for some things, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, everybody has a different schedule and it, I might not always be able to have this opportunity, but just being able to have it longer than 45 minutes. And then also I upgraded my cell phone plan yesterday because I was like, 
I just went with the five gigs for a while because I was like, that's really all I need. I don't want more expenses than like, unless I have a purpose for that expense, I don't want it. And that way I'll be able to make money. And I was thinking like, okay, well, this isn't like, this isn't, you're not just buying like the unlimited plan for the data just to have it. Like you're doing this for the business that you're creating, because if you're mobile, better that you're mobile and you be somewhere in the mountains where you have service and then you can link up with somebody because that's, that's the moment when they have time and you have time and you capture that moment. It goes to the cloud, you download it from the cloud and you send it to whoever. And it's like, like you just said, like, like I couldn't have imagined that 20 years ago, like when I first came to the States, because I came to America in like 97, like December of 97. And like when you don't really have a lot starting out, you're still using stuff like older and you don't know, you don't know what you don't have until you get around somebody that has it. And you're like, oh, is that a thing? Like, I remember (laughs) like from like 97 to 2000, I was just excited to get on Windows 95 use the AOL disk for dialogue. So like when people describe something, they say, oh, you don't know. And I was like, I kind of know because I didn't have like what people were, were kind of coming up with. But um, yeah, it's, that's just, it's, yeah, just, I think the internet probably blew up about, or it started to become a thing, I, I believe in the 80s. I was born 1990. So I, I don't know what that process was like. And even being born in the 90s, I still don't know what was going on like on this side of the world. And I feel like I kind of came to my own or like started discovering things in the 2000s. And then being here in a different culture, it's like, oh, okay, like stuff, like things are different. And then starting to discover a little bit of music in um, in like 2004-ish, kind of like that. Like that's when I started to say, oh, like they have this thing called hip hop and you got like this artist from the South and that artist and it's like, okay, that, that's different. Like, it's not classical music. It's not gospel music. And some people would just be like, oh, that's the devil's music. But like, there's, <laughs> there's some stuff where like in high school, you just hear somebody talking about booty shaking or the yin yang twins or something like that. But then like present day, you hear, like I'm searching out people like a J. Cole, like they say Kanye West just came out with a new album. And I started listening to a little bit of that yesterday. And I was just like, you, you know, like, depending on how you think of stuff that really like whatever you kind of let your perspective be that can shape your outlook on life. So it's like, if you want to find the negatives, you're going to find the negatives. But if you really intentionally look for the positives and you don't get blindsided or stopped by things people tell you, then you can develop your own lane or like your own way of saying, okay, this is the path that I'm going to walk to where if I want to listen to a new album with the technology, I can just be like, okay, do they have a clean version of this? And then I'll, I'll just take out like the swearing or whatnot. And then I, I, I can mediate what I take in versus like, okay, I don't need to listen to radio anymore. I don't need to watch TV. And now it's not a bad thing. It's just like, I don't have to because there are other options out there. Absolutely. What country are you from? Cameroon. Cameroon, okay. Haven't been there. I've been a lot of places. I've been there though. I like to go yeah. there. Yeah, I may, or I will go back. I guess that's another thing that I'm I'm learning. Just getting, like, being in Breathe University and kind of just getting back into the fold again, and especially working out, um, following Rochelle T. Parks, her videos either in the morning or in the afternoons. And like her big thing is always like language, like watch what you say and how you say what you say. Because I was going to say. I may go back and I was like, no, I will go back because like I already have that intention in my mind. It's just right. set set the time. 
Well, you know, it was funny. My girlfriend and I, uh, I remember before she came, became my girlfriend, she'd gone to a uh, road show with me. Mm. Oh, she's calling right now. Give me a second, okay? okay? okay. But um, We can wrap up it, if you need to. Oh, it's okay. okay. Speaking, of, speaking about her, she, was, she went to a road show. And I, after the road show, which she enjoyed, I said, mm. look, we have a convention coming up in Las Vegas, ironically. <laughs> it's coming up in uh, October. And I need to know whether or not you want to go to, to the convention. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with the word try. Yeah. The word try does not work with me. So I, I don't even I don't even acknowledge it when I hear it. She said, well, you know what? I would go to the convention, but she, I said, I stopped. I said, stop, stop, stop. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you that. As said, let me change up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go to the convention? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're going to the convention. <laughs> it's, it's like that. Yeah, you're going. I got a ticket for you. You're going. Wow. I mean, I got to get my plane ride and the hotel. And the hotel is a better reduced rate. Um, I've got that covered too. You go. Mm-hmm. She said, "Okay." And yeah, it was her first lesson with me. She said, "You're you're really straight, no chaser, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> you know, yes, I am. You will be going to the convention. You will be successful in this business. And whatever happens at that point, we'll go from there. All right. I remember going to the convention. The last day of the convention, I pull her aside because at this point, I had feelings for her. And I said to her, I said, look, she thought she was out of compliance, that she had done something wrong. Mm-hmm. But I pulled her away from the other group. I said, look, we make this plain like they do in church. We make it plain. <laughs> Um, I like you. I like you too, James. No, 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 no. You're not following me. I mean, I like you. Oh, <laughs> I want to take you to dinner right now. We can just go to dinner. Okay, I'll go to dinner with you. Okay. Now, we didn't go to a hamburger joint. We went to like one of those restaurants in the hotel. So you already know. Mm-hmm. Just take your whole wallet out and put it on the counter when you come in because that's about what you're going to spend when you're going there. <laughs> right. So we sit down to the, uh, we sit down, I order us a bottle of wine, you know, she ordered salmon, I ordered what I ordered and everything, and we were talking. And whatever I said to her resonated with her. But she said, she said to me, she said, well, you know, James, but she'd been, she'd been, she'd been alone a long time, a long time. Made me look like I was practicing. (laughs) And so she said, well, I'm not really looking to get involved with anybody right now. You know, I, you know, I've been by myself a long time. I said, yeah, you're, you're accustomed to it. You're used to being by yourself. So we we agreed that to disagree in the fact that she wanted to, didn't want to be with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I take her to the elevator. She's going to the other side of the building in the hotel. I'm on the other side, and um, I kiss her on the forehead. Mm-hmm. That move right there so touched her that I didn't go for her lips or any other part of her body. I went mm-hmm. for that, and she she just melted. So she calls me the next day. I'll go to. She goes back to North Carolina. I go to train. Mm-hmm. And she calls me from California because she had to go to California. And actually, she went to California um, instead of going home first because her birthday, she wanted to go to her girlfriends and stuff. Mm-hmm. She calls me in the middle of the training and I get, I answer the phone. Say, hello, this is Marie. Oh, hi, Marie. How you doing? How you doing, Rockstar? You know, <laughs> I, 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 I went back to my business vernacular with her. Right, right. She says to me, she says, you know what? I said, what? I've been thinking about you all day long. And I said to myself, I said, why not? Why not? We only have a limited amount of time left. We're about the same age. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not get involved with you? Why not? So I'm willing to give it a go. We've been together ever since. Wow. So that's a true story. I mean, so if you were to hear us talk now or see us together now, I'm going to send you a picture of us. Mm-hmm. So you see, you see the depth of where we are now uh, versus a business relationship. Yeah. Um, that's a true story. And that's what I endeavor that's who I endeavor to be, mm-hmm. just like that, where I can impact somebody's mindset to such an extent mm-hmm. 
Dave would start doubting what they were they they thinking about. He'd be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, and that's that's the deal. Mm-hmm. But I tef- I tell you this, I've I've uh, it's been fascinating being on here with you. Likewise, um, it's been it's been cathartic to me. <laughs> I'm um, gonna look that up later. I I think I know what it means, but just for clarification, I'm gonna look it up. Look it up, cathartic, because you know, it, look it up. It's been I'll say it this way too. It's been therapeutic for me. Mm. I'll say that. Um, but I enjoyed it, man. We'll be in okay. touch. We'll always Thank be you. in touch. I can, will, I, can I ask you one question about the CBD oil? Because I'm, I'm sure you get this a lot and I'll probably see it with the videos that you send me. Is it because I guess there's a difference between CBD, hemp, and marijuana where people think, okay, if I use this, will it affect my system if I'm working in like government per se? If you're working in government, they do have a THC free, we we have a THC free version of CBD. Okay. You okay. could drink a bottle of it and you would gotcha. not come up hot okay. on a urine test. Gotcha. Because that's probably what I would need. Yes. Gotcha. As it is, just so you know, I know the video probably will allude to it, mm-hmm. but just in passing, government regulation says that we can have a total of 3% of THC in our CBD in this, okay. in this state, in this, right. in this country. Right. HempWorks has 0.3%. They even have less than the government mandated amount that we're able to have. Mm-hmm. So chances are, not a, not, a, not a, I mean, you know, if you're questionable about it, I would go with THC free. Mm-hmm. But chances are, even if a person were to take the regular full spectrum CBD, right. they would not come up hot on a P test using our stuff. Gotcha. That's where we're at. Right. So obviously, it doesn't make you high. Mm-hmm. It makes you healthy because mm-hmm. I don't need to be high, and you need to be healthy. I ain't trying to be high. I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on being healthy. Or I am healthy. Right, um, right. More along the lines of we have CBD gummies. We have mm. CBD topical cream. We have CBD oils. We got yeah. CBD pet treats, CBD oil for dogs. Yeah. We have hemp infused um, CBD shampoo, we, which I don't need anymore. I'm good. <laughs> we have um, uh, hemp infused, like a hemp infused serum for your beard or mm-hmm. gold tea. Okay. We have um, CBD. You're not, you're not kidding. Literally, when you were saying like this, the market is definitely just like exploded with this, oh, yeah. like just within a matter there, of time. There's 25,000 items that, you, that can be made from hemp, number one. Wow. Yeah. Number two, they expect the industry. I've heard. I've heard estimates upwards of forty billion to wow. sixty billion dollars in a few short years. Mm-hmm. Much like prohibition when alcohol when it first came out, people were yeah. were making money off of it illegally. They made twelve million dollars off it initially illegally. Mm-hmm. Then Capone, Al Capone, made sixty million dollars back then. Mm-hmm. That's so what are we talking? Nineteen nineteen forties, twenties, twenties, twenties. That's right. Wow. Okay, yeah. a lot of money back then. He's making that kind of money back then. So you can imagine what he'd be making today. Right. The industry today, the alcohol industry today as an entity is probably in the trillions of dollars. Right. We, we've passed by, I think it's like $1,879,000,000,000 or something. Crazy right. amount of money being made off of people drinking a substance that makes them walk in the walls. Right. And, um, that's the way it is. And I'm sure people said initially, there's nobody that's going to buy that stuff. Right. Nobody's going to voluntarily buy that stuff. No, here we go. So eight months ago, there were no magazines in the bookstores about CBD. You couldn't find mm-hmm. them. Right. Go to Barnes Noble, go to Books A Million, go wherever you go. You yep. didn't see them. Now you go in there, they're at the newsstands. Yeah. So it, it's as you'll see, you'll see my story. Mm-hmm. My story has been utilized by other people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite popular. Not to brag or boast, but I think when I send you the link, you'll see. Damn, this guy's got some following. Mm-hmm. 
don't, if you're going to align yourself with this industry at all, I'm not a bad person to be aligned with. I know this. I know the number two recruiter in the whole doggone company who approached me. Right. Hey man, I can help your career, man. We're both veterans. Hey, what's your name, man? My name is Steve Motley, man. Steve Motley, man. Heard the name before. Aren't you like? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm one of the top recruiters in the company. Jeez. So you know, um, Bob Proctor. He's he's a motivational speaker, as you know. Yeah. He talks about the nature of one's vibration. And I think my vibration is operating at a very high level because things are coming into my life now. Right. I'm like, last night, I got a phone call from a guy that was a former drill sergeant friend of mine. He said, hey, man, you, you sent me some information on CBD months ago. Yeah, I've been following it. I think, I need, I think I'm ready to pull the trigger now. That was like four months ago, man. Yeah, I'm ready to pull the trigger. I want the big package. Yeah. Okay. You are. You are. Are you still a referee? Refereeing fights in Las Vegas? Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm headed there now. Yeah. That's the caliber of people that are coming in my, into my life now. Yeah. So I think my vibration is receptive to that. That's what's up. That's that's what's up. And then the girl, my girlfriend, just called me. I'm supposed to get on the phone with her with a with a person that knows CBD like you know Cameroon. <laughs> well, no, that that might not be a good comparison. <laughs> but they know CBD. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still in the learning process kind of like I'm now like being older and like knowing what I know or knowing what I don't know I'm making an effort to get to study my history and say okay like where is it that I come from and like someone pointed out to me I have the privilege of going back and pointing to like uncles aunts cousins and like talking to my parents now and saying okay like who are our grandparents like what's their story what's this what's that and just seeing like okay like the reason the country is in the state that it's in is probably because it's only 65 years old in comparison to like China, its empire, the United States, its empire, the United Kingdom, different European countries and like being able to see things objectively. But I I get what you're saying. And um, I'll send you my Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle as well, because I do Instagram as well. Well, I mean, go go ahead and shout it out. James underscore Mm. maximizer. That's Mm. it. That's my uh, that's my that's my Instagram handle. It's a pleasure interviewing James, and uh, thank you. And I hope to stay in touch with you. Pleasure. Thank you. Until next time. Have a good one. You too.